We are I. I sit down here at 4.44 a.m., being up for an hour already and kind of getting my day organized and set. And I realize, what do, like, there's just, there's nothing percolating in my brain. Nothing has gone through the marination process of sleep to be able to allow me the opportunity to wake up to some deep thought. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's a little groggy this morning, you know, two workouts. Last night was just, it was a workout straight, straight from the depths of hell. Like the bottom most ugly corners of the basement and I had the pleasure of doing this workout with a good friend of mine. And then we sat in the steam room for 20 minutes after, kind of hit a wall around the 14 14 and a half minute mark and had to sit down on the floor and then stood up for like the last like 30 seconds again. Contemplated a little bit of life sitting down there on the floor, looking up at everybody else who was sitting there, but realizing that there's at that point in time, nobody in the steam room that was there when I got in there. So I guess that's a little bit of an accomplishment. But I sit there and I think about, you know, like that workout, that steam room, coming back home, getting some sleep, or putting in some laundry, waiting for that washing machine to be done because I don't want it sitting in there all night long. And I wake up this morning, mildly groggy as a result. You know, got up at about 3.30, 3.40. You know, so you're talking almost six hours of sleep. And I just walk through my morning. I grab my cup of coffee. I do all my morning stats. I flip through my news feed. Nothing's all that exciting. Nothing's all that intriguing. Nothing's spurring any thought in my mind. You know, I get my clothes packed for the day. I get my water bottles filled up. I pop my noon tab in my my big glass water ball that I bring in the sauna with me. Do all these things and still nothing. Like I sit here and still nothing. I have nothing exciting to talk about this morning. I have nothing on my mind. There's no... There's no deep, meaningful thought going on in there. Then I realize, as fucked up as Canada may be, as crazy as the world may be, all of the things that I talk about on this podcast, all the things that everybody hears every day and learns on other podcasts, I sit here with the abundance of humility in that moment, knowing that I can wake up After doing two workouts, sitting in a sauna, an ice bath, a steam room, all of these ultra pleasurable luxury things, having great conversation with people all day, working, you know, progressing my life, my family's life, taking my oldest daughter to an appointment, taking her to volleyball, baking some buns, you know, getting supper ready for the family, like all these kind of things. I can do all of this stuff and I can sit here in the morning, the next morning, and not have anything to worry about. 
I didn't wake up in a war-torn country. I didn't wake up to an earthquake, which out here in Vancouver is a real possibility. I didn't wake up to somebody being in my home robbing it. I didn't wake up to, you know, anything except for a slightly stiff left lower back from doing the deadlifts and cleans yesterday. I didn't wake up to an ailment. I didn't wake up having to pop a fistful of pills. I didn't wake up having to just to fucking hate my life and roll out of bed wondering how I'm going to get through this day. I didn't wake up with any of that. I have the pleasure of waking up in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Now, when you sit there and you think about those moments right now and all of these ultra polarizing issues that I talk about, we talk about, that are being thrust into our forefront right now. And yes, they do matter. They absolutely do. I'm the first proponent of saying that we can't keep on ignorantly and blindly going through life just thinking that the right thing is always going to be done because, you know, our air quotes fearless leaders have proved that that is absolutely not the case. But when you have the pleasure of being able to wake up, knowing that if you do things slightly different, you don't have to wake up, you know, obese or morbidly obese either doing an insulin shot or thinking about or having to do it soon just to be able to control your, you know, your poor lifestyle. You know, you don't have to wake up with an abundant amount of, you know, ailments of any kind. You don't have to wake up with anxiety and depression if if you don't want or, you know, realistically you can do a lot of things that could stack your cards in those favors of not having to deal with those mental health issues. It is real. I know it's hard to think about, especially that if you have those mental health issues, you know, but I don't, I don't correlate the ability to be able to give people that free pass. Because if I did, that would be under the assumption that I don't struggle with those same things sometimes. But knowing that I do enough to be able to quiet that shit. Knowing that I do enough that I can compartmentalize and put all those things over into the maybe one day files, but not today. And being able to do that every day and being able to do that maybe multiple times in a day. If I didn't have to do that and if I didn't take control over that situation and those thought processes, If I didn't do that, you know, maybe I could actualize the excuse and hand out the free pass, but I can't because I actually do do those things. You know, you have the ability to be able to wake up every day in places like this and actually really fundamentally do things that are going to change your life and the life around you. You know, I reached out to Lex Friedman yesterday. He said he was going to be touring the world. And he's like, hey, if you want to grab a cup of coffee with me, just let me know. Fill out this quick form, 10 minutes, you know, just to tell me about yourself. So I dig. So I'm like, fuck, I would love to have a conversation with Lex Freeman. I don't know how far out of my way I would go because I don't necessarily go out of my way to be able to meet, you know, any celebrity. I don't get starstruck like that. But if he happened to be out here and I had to drive, you know, within a couple hours to go meet him to sit down and have a very engaging intellectual conversation, that'd be great. I'd really enjoy that. 
because then I can wrestle around some of these ideas, you know, with somebody who likes to get deep into the trenches of thought. You know, but as I was scrolling through that list, I realized that there's a lot of a lot of people in life right now that simply just wake up every single morning, grab that guide wire, the eyes wide shut, and just hold on and just keep blindly going through their day with no joy, no happiness, no connection with really why they're here. And no deep interpersonal connection of the experience of why they're here. Missing entirely gratitude and love and respect and, you know, all of these kind of great emotions that should dominate our life for the most part. But still allowing the opportunity for misery and disgust and, you know, to be able to forge the fortitude that we need and, you know, having the polar opposite of all the good to be able to appreciate the finer things in life. So I guess with having very little on my mind, it opens up into that gateway of appreciation. Because sometimes life needs to be quiet for you to be able to understand and appreciate how good things really are. Because that's the one thing that I do see in these war-torn countries you know, these third world countries, people with great economic depression, horrible states of life to, from our standards. And a lot of those people are happy because of those simple moments in life. That's why song and dance and music, that's why those things dominate our hearts, our minds, our spirits, our souls. Because there's a lot of people out of the 8 billion people who are on this planet there's a lot of those people that that's all they have. And through song and dance and music, you have love and laughter and community. You have a lot of respect and joy. You know, whether or not that be a, a battle cry to go to war or a celebration of bringing back food to be able to provide for the community or children are born or a king or queen is crowned or anything along those lines. Sometimes they try to lay... That's where I really try to understand, you know, through all of that, through all those moments of some people just have very little, but they have this certain place in their heart, in their soul, in their mind that's for laughter and joy and freedom at all costs. And that's a great place. And I feel like this morning that I might be dabbling in that place a little bit, which, again, is the benefit of having that quiet time. So you can really appreciate how simple some things really are and how easy our lives really can be. So question of the day is, what do you connect with as the most simple part of life, the most simple aspects of life? that could bring the most joy.